We've got Taylor Riggs and Yelena Shalitova here of Bloomberg. But uh, first up, we've got to do the bond report because it is brought to you by Kroll Bond Rating Agency. Insightful credit analysis that drives the market. To learn more about their European expansion and to access their free ratings and research, visit kbra.com for more information. Let's get uh, the bond report. Here is Taylor Riggs, bond reporter at Bloomberg News. So what do we got? Hey, Carol. I'm taking a look first at the two-year. We're down about one basis point to a 158. The 10-year down four basis points to a 237. Below 240 then. Yes. And the 30-year down three basis points to a 288. A few things I want to mention. You mentioned, Carol, the 10-year down below 240. We have a report just coming out that BMO is looking at a double top here that's indicating a bear reversal pattern according to BMO Capital Markets. So they're saying they're looking at that closing level below that 240 market, really looking to test a 200-day moving average of, get this, a 231. Wow. So take a look at that. Also on the 30-year bond, I wanted to say that we've been really in a range bound area between the 280 and the 3% testing that key 3% support level ever since really October 17th. And we've been really whipsawed lately as rumors come out between Yellen and Powell, who are more doves. You've seen yields mm-hmm. fall. And then every time we get a rumor coming out that the next Fed chair could be a John Taylor or a Warsh, those are considered the more hawkish Fed chairs, you're seeing rates rise. So right now, today, at least on the the 30-year hovering right around a 288, right. below that 290, but still nonetheless testing that key three percent support level. I love the story that Brian Brian Chapata put out from Bloomberg News. He says, this week is fraught with peril for Treasury traders, uh, no matter if they're bulls or bears. And he just talks about how we've got so much market moving information uh, from the Fed chief uh, decision by President Trump. We've got the FOMC meeting. We've got, of course, uh, the Russian meddling investigation by Robert Mueller, which we got a bunch of news on today, whether or not we get tax legislation. Um, I'm exhausted. Yelena Shalatova also with us, senior U.S. economist at Bloomberg Intelligence. Yes, we get payrolls, and we got some economic news today, too. So, uh, yeah, let's start with today. So today, personal income and spending report, uh, basically in line with expectations, suggesting that uh, the trajectory of growth is improving going into the fourth quarter of the year. So positive report, uh, positive uh, in a sense that it was in line with expectations mainly. Mm -hmm. So if you look at inflation, core inflation, what was important is that it was 1.3% year on year. That was in line with expectation, but it is also not deteriorating further. So it's not 1.2%, for example. So that will still be quite uh, worrisome for some doves on the FOMC, but at the same time, it's at least it's not deteriorating. So that will not prevent them from uh, raising rates in December. All right. We've got that going on. <laughs> okay. So let's keep let's going. Talk, so well, let's talk about tomorrow because we get um, some reading on the housing market. Well, I think the key point, though, will not be uh, housing prices. They will continue to hover around uh, similar levels. Maybe we're going to get a 5.9% increase year on year in case Schiller. But the key uh, thing to watch is definitely FOMC. So, um, of course, we're not going to get a rate hike, but... 
the statement could pave some way to, uh, you know, the December rate hike. So right. there could be a hint. There will be uh, a discussion that uh, hurricanes, the recent hurricanes did not impact uh, the underlying economic trends. So that will be mentioned. And of course, Thursday is going to be wait, so... Wait, 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 stop, we, stop, stop, stop. Because I, I know have Taylor... to jump in here. I'm a muni <laughs> bond girl. And I will tell you, look, Yelena... Every month, we look very closely to that S&P Case-Shiller Home Index when you look at the rankings by cities. Especially so, if you own a home. You do care about this. Especially if you own a home. And you know what? Every geobond is backed by property taxes, which depends on the value of the property. Everything this, you know, the past few months has been the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. I'm really looking at Denver. I spoke with a fund manager this morning. Denver, not only are they making a bid for Amazon's second headquarters, um, they're just crushing it. Net in migration and one fund manager I spoke to said we're not investing in places that are seeing out migration only in places that you're seeing people coming. We're not raising taxes or property taxes on a city that's losing people. So that's definitely one area where we're looking at, especially as you start to see some of these geos really backed by those property taxes. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I know I know. my neighborhood is getting ready for a reassessment. Yahoo! Always <laughs> exciting, but very good for the muni bonds, unfortunately. Um, let me go back to Yelena. In terms of the Fed news, I mean, I feel like we've been talking about it ad nauseum, but it's an important announcement, the Fed chief. We are expecting to maybe get it so uh, later this week. So that will uh, come probably after the FOMC uh, statement. So uh, it looks like... And President like, Trump heads out on his Asia trip, I think right. starting in Hawaii so on Friday. Thursday, right? So that's kind of the, the, uh, the consensus here. So uh, it seems like the odds has uh, have shifted towards uh, Mr. Powell as uh, being the, the, the Fed chair. Uh, he's not an economist, but he's seen as a continuation of uh, Yellen's policies. So uh, probably still gradual uh, increases in rates. And uh, the question is who becomes the vice chair? Uh, so they can work together if, uh, you know, Powell is a, is a lawyer. And uh, if we get a vice chair who's uh, uh, an economist with a lot of experience, so that could work very well as well. Do those two positions usually get along really well? They have to, yeah. So yeah. there's an, um, you know, un, unwritten rule that uh, the vice chair usually supports the chair. Yelena, can I ask you how much rates are moving on fundamental news versus some of the technical news? I mean, we see rates bring, being back and forth, you know, a couple basis points, depending on the rumor of the day on who's going to be the Fed chair. BMO Capital Markets had this report out about a double top, which is a technical analysis what do we be looking at? Is it fundamental? What are we looking at when we keep seeing these rate fluctuations? I think it's the news that are moving uh, the rates market right now. And indeed, like the next room or the next news about who's going to be the next Fed chair, that moves the markets right now. Fundamentally, the economy is doing okay and nothing much has changed, in fact. So that's... Right. Uh, yeah. And we saw the you know expectations about corporate tax policy certainly impacting a little bit of uh, the Treasury trade today. Ladies, ladies afternoon, ladies night, we got to run. Taylor Riggs, Bond reporter at Bloomberg News, joining us in our Bloomberg 1130 studio, along with Yelena Shaletova, senior U.S. economist at Bloomberg Intelligence, as I said, both of them in our New York studio. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio.